Welcome to Soul Rising. We're your hosts, Amy and Erin. We're two everyday mediums who are passionate about taking the woo-woo out of spirituality and bringing it down to earth. So put the kettle on, grab a chair, and join us. Hey, everyone. Hello. Welcome to episode 12. 12. Episode 12. Yeah. Magic 12. Yeah, I'm so exciting. <laughs> um, We're back. We took a little bit of a break. We took a week off. We needed it. I'm sure. I'm yeah. sure. I think everybody's kind of like needing that. Um, <laughs> I know we just got out of a holiday, but still like January is long. <laughs> yeah, we were, Amy and I were just talking about how January sometimes feels a little extra longer and like the days feel longer and yeah 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 yeah, yeah. sure and I'm somebody that loves winter but it's still yeah me too I can't keep super busy all yeah. the time with things and things to look forward to I find it a bit challenging I know um you know it's because you said you love winter too it, it just reminds me of this thing like uh, my husband and I sometimes wonder about because he and I are both winter babies and two of our three kids are winter babies and all of us that are born in the winter love the winter yeah and the one that was born in the summer does not like the winter so it <laughs> often makes me wonder like is there something to that so you guys our viewers let us know let us know do you, do you if you are born in the winter do you love the winter mm-hmm. like is that a thing just curious I'm curious too. I mean, I've, I've talked to people that are born in the winter that don't necessarily love it, but I don't know. I love the snow. I love the snow too. It's the same with everything. It's not going to be for everybody is the same, but I just found more often than not, like it's the winter baby talk to somebody that's born in the winter. They're like, Oh yeah, I love the winter. Yeah. You know? So it just seems like maybe it's, it's something not, not everybody, but you know, majority or something. So, um, yeah. I mean, I don't know about you, Amy, but I had a blast in that when we got hit with a ton of snow, got hit with so much snow, shoveled a ton. And by we shoveled, I mean, Alex shoveled. <laughs> and then after he was done, we went for a walk and uh, I made a snow angel in the back, but the snow it was so deep. Yeah, it was, and it was, and it was just very- post a video. It was like, Oh, like trying just to push this snow to make an angel is an effort, but it's fun. It's super heavy snow too. Cause I shoveled some of it in the driveway and I'm like, Oh my goodness. The next day, my like parts, like parts of my body that like, I don't even think there are muscles in like, but there are, but you just stop. You felt it. I you felt, felt it. it. I was feeling it like here, like yeah, here yeah, yeah, yeah. and like, diff- like a certain part of my leg. And I'm like, mm, this is interesting. Like even <laughs> realize you know that there's muscles in there working when you're shoveling but there was oh, it's, a, it's a big workout yeah some yeah. of my best memories are of like I love storms mm-hmm. so and storms and you know it's funny I was reading this thing recently that was like you know you're a witch if and it was not that I put if a you love storms it, right and storms are one of them right yeah. people that really like storms and I'm like okay like yes this is like every I checked every single box off of every question I was like but it's probably not just a witchy thing but I love storms yeah me too thunder, Alex loves storms too yeah thunder a good rainstorm if you have nowhere to go and you're just inside love yeah, it it's nice it's nice yeah it's just cozy 
Yeah, it I is. Love, I love snow. When my husband and I met, we met in January. Our first date was in January. And then um, about a month later, uh, back on the East Coast in, of Canada, which is where I'm from and where we lived at the time, there was a big, massive snowstorm mm-hmm. um, that was called, everybody called it White Wan because three months beforehand, a hurricane came through the East Coast. Okay. And, um, was called Vaughn, Hurricane Vaughn. And it like took out a lot of the trees and stuff in the city. So wow. then this big snowstorm came a couple months later. Everybody called it White Wan. And we got like 80 centimeters of snow in like a day, mm. <laughs> like less than yeah, a day. Yeah, yeah. And it shut down the city for a week. So there was, wow. um, they were, the plows were trying to clear the, the roads. So like nothing was open. Nobody had to go to work. Um, well, some people had to go to work, but like most people did not. Right, right, right. Yeah. Well, everything shuts down, right? Yeah. Like I was in university and worked at a mall at the time and the mall was shut down and And, um, we got snowed in together and we were together for a month and he was driving me completely bonkers. (laughs) Yeah. Like you need to get out of my space. Cause it wasn't just me. I had two roommates and they had boyfriends there and it was like, Oh my God. Yeah. Too much. It was too much. So, uh, yeah, it's just funny. It's, it's a funny story. I'll share another time, but I, it, we ended up like having this magical moment, um, in the middle of like an, a major intersection in the city where we were like standing in the snow and like the snow was like swirling around. And I remember in, in that moment, cause we said we, he had said he loved me before this, but I hadn't said it back. And in this okay. moment, I said, I loved him. And I remember looking around and like, this is a moment I'm going to remember forever. You know, when you like take a mental sna- snapshot mm-hmm. and I was mm-hmm. like, just, I was standing in the middle of this busy intersection with like nobody around and it's oh. going and I'm like, oh, but that, that's, oh my God. I don't know. I have a lot of good memories associated with the winter and with snow. So and I just snow. love it. Yeah. I just, uh, can I uh, share the first time? Okay. I'm sorry. Yes, now, I'm, now I'm like thinking like, okay. oh, I okay, think so. people like hearing stories, so let's go for it. it. Doesn't have to be about our meeting. Yeah. <laughs> so, well, I I had a similar experience with Alex, where I was like, I'm gonna remember this forever. Yeah. Um, we had uh, come back from scene. So this was the first time he met my parents. Um, this was our first like I love you. So he met, first met my parents. We went to see the show Come From Away, which is like a fantastic musical. Um, which yeah. Um, so if you know, you know, it's amazing. Anyways, we went to go see that. And then we went for a dinner afterwards or no, afterwards we went for drinks, um, by my parents' hotel where they were staying and then they had left. And so we decided to stay and have another drink. And as we were like, yeah, we'll stay. We'll have another drink. As we we're like chatting, it was pouring rain. Like it just came down in buckets. And we were the only people we were like, well, we're under an umbrella. Like, let's just stay outside. We both like the rain. And then that's when we said, we, I love you. And he looked at me and he said, I think I love you. And I was like, I think I love you too. Oh, it's these moments, right? It's funny. We both have like a weather, a weather story. A weather story. Yeah. Yeah, I love, I always have wanted to see that, um, that play in person um because that's an east coast of Canada thing too right which is I'm, I'm not from Newfoundland but I am from Nova yeah. Scotia um and um I just never got around to it and then recently like probably two months ago I watched it um is it on prime I think it's on prime oh uh the um the documentary yeah they, they filmed it 
Um, I oh, think they filmed the, the musical. Okay, okay. Yeah, they filmed the musical in New York, like with a live audience. And I'm pretty sure it was like right. I don't know if it was right before COVID or like as the city started to open mm, up again. As it was. Okay. But it's around that time period. And um, yeah. So if anybody has Prime and is interested in watching it, you can watch it on there. And it was, I, I, I've been to plays before and I get, it's, it's one of those things that I, I th- it might be because I'm sensitive. Like, I don't know, but I feel it, you know, yeah. like when I, well, it's, it's a heavy topic, right? Cause it talks about yes. these, this community in Gander, Newfoundland, I think. Yeah. And, um, about how the, this plane had to land. I think that was coming from the U S um, because this was during nine 11. Um, and they had to land cause the airports were closed. And so the airplane had to make a landing in, in Gander, Newfoundland, like this really small town in Newfoundland, but how everybody just like came together. Um, it was a really beautiful story. There's also a documentary um, actually about it, um, which is really, really good to watch. So I suggest everybody to watch that. It used to be on Crave, I think, um, but it's, I don't think it is anymore. Anyways, you can probably find it online, but yeah. Yeah. It's, no, it's the, a subject matter, the subject matter. Yes. Like will affect you and, and, you know, will make you feel touched by the human experience. But, but even I think as sensitives, like any we, play makes me like, if I'm in, you know what, I've always been that person though. Also, like if I'm not a big uh, sports fan, but if mm. I'm watching sports, I feel like crying. Like I can feel it rise up. And even oh, I can watch people come together for something like a rally or something. I'm like, yeah. it just, there's something in it, even if it's not, even if what they're fighting for isn't something that I'd fight for, or it, it doesn't matter. It's the, everybody you can feel their together. passion, feel it. That's it what it is. Right. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, I and, think I get that way too. And sports too. Like even, I remember being a little kid and going to my cousin's um, like baseball game, like little league. And it, one of the kids, you know, like got a home run and I'm sitting there, I was like 11 and I'm like, I think I'm going to cry. Like, and I always thought I was a weirdo, but it's just, I think it's just a sensitive person thing that you feel. I think you can just feel what that, that person's feeling or like if it's a group of people, right. That's there's a lot of energy being put yep. into that. Um, and I think when you're sensitive, you can, you can feel that. I mean, I, this is going a little bit off topic, but just because we were talking about um, 9-11, I uh, had visited New York with Alex and we walked through the, um, the 9-11 memorial. What's it yeah. called? God, I, I feel awful now that I can't remember. Is it just the 9-11 memorial? So, is it the World Trade? So, uh, it used, it was, so it's where the World Trade Center. Yeah, I'm not sure what it's called. But there, there's a memorial there that you can go and see, um, and it's like it's it's heartbreaking. Um, it, but when I walked through that, like <laughs> I had to sit down. There's the a moment I had to sit. I could really feel the energy. Yeah. I felt so dizzy, physically dizzy. Yeah. Um, and I'm like looking around. I'm like, is anybody else feeling this way? Is it just me? But I had to sit down. Like I had to, because it was just. And I think it's just you objects can hold energy right and I think that's what we were feeling yeah yeah for sure anyways Uh, that's a little bit off topic but (laughs) we're here to talk about oracle cards so we're gonna change that's okay we let whatever needs to come through come through that's how we work um sorry interruption we've got uh, kids at home we know how it goes real life here no editing um (laughs) so 
so yeah, so let's talk quickly about about the last episode. Oh yeah, sorry. Together. No, that's yes, okay. We want to talk about um, with Melissa. Yeah, so we did a reading with Melissa. So we um, we got some feedback from Melissa. So Melissa, if you haven't listened yet to episode eleven, you had to go, go do that. Do so yeah. um, we've got a lot of feedback about it. A lot of people loved it. Um, we will do it again at some point. We will hold another sort of contest yeah. kind of thing and do it again. Um, yeah. And uh, yeah, we got some feedback from Melissa. So she gave some feedback during the reading, which was fantastic and so generous of her. And then mm -hmm. she typed out a, a, a very detailed um a detailed review of sorts as well so i'm going to share bits and pieces of it but she has given us permission to do whatever we want with this feedback so we will kind of type it up and put it out onto the um the uh instagram page instagram for this page, yeah. podcast which is soul rising pod if you want to read through just all the specifics because she gave a lot of details so the reason we want to share this is a because you guys are invested because you watched it right you listen, <laughs> you listen to it um and there was a lot of things that in the moment she was like oh my god like that's profound yeah. that that means so much and then there were some things that didn't totally resonate in the moment but have since resonated and i think that's really important to talk about because not everything yeah. is going to resonate in the moment sometimes it's like we have to talk to somebody else about it or you know we have to be out of the moment because yeah we have to let it absorb I know that when I've had readings before sometimes it feels like an out-of-body experience when you're having it mm -hmm. absolutely what what was that about what did she say um so yeah so so she's she's reflected since and then um a lot of I think pretty much every single thing made sense. Oh my gosh. It, just so sweet of her to, yeah. She's so, so giving. So I'll just quickly share. It says, thank you to Amy and Aaron. I am so thankful to have been chosen to receive a live reading with you two. Um, I was so excited for my reading with you. I never felt any hesitation prior to the day. And I actually felt very sure that it would go well. I didn't give a lot of feedback during the reading, mostly a yes or no, but sometimes not even that. Mm -hmm. um, I have quite a few people in spirit, so I was trying to take in all the info and process everything. There are many things I could have validated and didn't at the time. I'm so glad I have this recording to reflect back. Um, she talks about her mind being in overdrive, which is what we were just talking about. Yeah. That's what happens. I was able to connect so many dots after the reading with pictures I looked at with many other aha moments. Um, uh, so she talks about, we, we did quickly talk about, we'll share this in detail on the page, but, um, we did talk about somebody that came through Aaron described as being like tall and thin, like an uncle. And in the moment, she's kind of like, I don't know, but then afterwards it made total sense, even down to dates. Yeah. Um, so we'll share that. You can read that, um, all that confirmation that, or yeah, the validation the, that she was yeah confirming. It's absolutely really beautiful yeah so she just said it so well um and um she just she since has felt such an overall feeling of renewal that i really needed it's like the door opened to me in a personal and spiritual way oh yeah wow and i it, not the first time i feel like you've heard that not the first time i've heard that from from people yeah yeah, yeah so i think it's important to talk about like how she didn't feel any hesitation 
I always feel like everything kind of, um, in terms of people coming together for readings, it feels very like divinely led. Yeah. Um, so I always feel like if you feel like drawn to somebody, then yeah. you're, there's a reason you're drawn oh, to somebody. Yeah. You know, I heard that just recently with somebody who's like, um, I've had recommendations over the years by friends. And then my friend, another friend said something about you. And I was like, immediately, okay. Um, so yeah. it's, just, it's just, you can listen to that, right? It just, it's, for, it's, it's not, it's not that somebody else isn't good at what they do. It just might be that like you two together yes. um, will have some sort of connection. And I just wanted to quickly share, because um, it's coming into my mind as I'm speaking about this, about the piece in Melissa's reading about the glasses and the my girls re my mm. girl reference so aaron was the one that brought through um that when we we felt his brother her brother that there was glasses coming on yeah. and off on and off yeah. right um and then he kind of switched to me a little bit and was giving me this my girl reference and now that was very 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 profound for melissa because that's literally how she felt about the experience yeah. when she lost her brother and has literally used that reference with friends of how she felt again massive goosebumps as I say this like arm hair standing up so yeah mm -hmm. um but the thing is I watched that movie and I had it had a profound impact you have a connection with it I remember watching it and sobbing and you know I remember thinking about it from time and time like over over the years and also it's my go-to movie if I want to sit down and have a good cry Aaron I don't think you've even watched it before or you have and you don't remember. When I was like little and I don't remember. Right? So yeah. She doesn't have that connection to the movie. Therefore, if he gave her that, she'd be like, I don't even know what to do with this. Maybe she wouldn't even know that it was that movie that he was showing her. Right? Yes. So yeah. it's very- And maybe he was trying to show it to me, right? And I wasn't being like, what are you doing? Exactly. Yeah. So that just, that I think that just goes to show how it's all connected and that spirit uses- like I always say spirit uses our frame of reference yes. and that's yes, it. Exactly. That's a perfect example of that. Yeah, right? exactly. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, yeah. yeah. So it's, thank you again, Melissa. I know that you're, um, a, a, a loyal listener. So I just wanted to give you a shout out again. Yes. So yeah. We just love you. Thank you so much for the generous feedback as well as, um, being so open to yeah being so open yeah. that and that's another thing I, I i don't know if i said that on air or after we um, got off i had thanked her for being so open because a reading that is very fluid yeah is a credit to the sitter always i always say that i'm like no you don't have to give me kudos i am i am it's it's the same for me i feel like with any reading really in terms of my connection to spirit yes and what I hear but yes. if the sitter is we talked about this before like maybe fearful in some fearful way. not totally uh maybe not trusting yeah I think trust is, is okay yeah healthy skepticism is okay healthy skepticism is just fine. like no no this is not wrong no 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 like you're not going to get the fluidity I mean, if we, you think about it, right? It's like having a conversation with somebody. And if you're having a conversation with that person and they don't understand what you're talking about at all, or they're not willing to even like see that perspective, right? And it's sort of just like, then it shuts down the conversation because it's like, well, you're not I can only say so much, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. It's, that's perfect. Yeah. That's exactly what it's like. So 
yeah, I think that our past clients would say the same thing, you know, um, yeah. And, and it's about finding, yeah, finding about, you know, what medium works with your energy and who you feel drawn to. Yeah. That's all it is. Yeah. You know, exactly. It. Yeah. All. Yeah. You can trust, you can trust your gut. Trust um, your gut. Yeah. And so Melissa had that feeling leading into it. Like, yeah, you know, I think this is going to go really well and I feel really comfortable even though she didn't really know us at all outside. Which of is a huge compliment. It's a huge compliment. Huge compliment. Yeah. Compliment. Yeah. Um, so what do we think about pulling a card uh, to start the, yeah. to start this yeah. process? Because we are going to talk about reading Oracle cards today. Um, so I know many of you listening um, are interested in this kind of topic. And I always say that um, Oracle cards are an extension of your their external validation of your own intuition but most of us um you know we trust things external to us right so we're like oh the card told me it's like okay but really it was your intuition, that, your intuition. that card so it's a way yeah. to um to help build that relationship with your intuition so that you can trust it yeah um, so it's yeah. really all we do as mediums right i think we just help build Absolutely. that relationship Absolutely. that they already have that's with spirit. It's supposed, to be. It's supposed yeah. to be about empowering you yeah. um, for that relationship as well. Now this deck that I'm going to pull from is not a deck that I'm going to um, talk about interpreting, but I feel, I just felt nudged again. I was like, nope, you need to do the, gu the weekly uh, guidance with this deck. So I'm going to do that. And Erin's going to do her thing. And then we're going to talk about um, yeah. reading Oracle cards and, and just kind of symbolism and all that kind of stuff messages if we have time we'll talk about tarot if we don't we'll talk about it another day it's a big topic we also have a good friend of ours um who is a tarot reader professional tarot reader yes um, emily we've spoken, we've spoken about coming on shout out time. shout out to emily thornton <laughs> all the way across the atlantic in England. Um, she's a fabulous tarot reader. So we've talked to her about having her come on one day to talk about this. Yeah. Oh, we have to, we got to do that. So um, <laughs> we're not giving you a choice, Emily. <laughs> she's going to be like sitting on the train one day, listening to this, like, what is going on? They're talking about me. Um, so funny. So funny. So I don't know. Have you already pulled or do you yeah. want, you go ahead? You can, do you start. want me to go? You want me to start? Yeah, you okay. start, you start. Um, well, I felt drawn to getting two cards. So I don't know if you've also felt drawn to pulling two, but these two stuck out to me. Um, so when I, when I read cards, what I like to do, um, and I know we'll get into this um, too later, but like when I read cards, oracle cards or tarot cards, I like to do two things. Either if it falls out, then that's like a sign for me that, oh, I have to take that card. That's important. Um, or I like to just sort of spread them out. You can like lay them out like a fan or some people just sort of scatter them, right? And then pick out whatever one you feel drawn to. Um, and so I laid mine out like a fan and these two on the edge stuck out to me. Um, and so I'm using the Vintage Wisdom Oracle deck. I love this card. My cards look very used. So <laughs> it's because I've used them quite a bit. Um, but the first card that stood out to me, and I'm going to talk about this one, is Enchantment. I really love this card. It really just reminds, it's, it's a mermaid, right? She's like 
giving me real aerial vibes. <laughs> um, and so I just feel like this card, when I see this card, it's a reminder of trusting your, um, your inner child and like nurturing your inner child. Um, you know, looking at the world the way that like through the eyes of a child, right? Remember how magical and in awe the world was, right? So it's, I feel like this card, when I see it, it's a reminder of, you know, bringing back that magic. Um, and so maybe we've kind of lost that. Have I, uh, can you still hear me? Yeah, I can. I, no, I was just going to say something that comes to my mind, but I'll wait oh. until you're done. Okay. Yeah. And so when I look at this card, I look at one, I'm looking at the mermaid and mermaids think make me think of magic it makes me think of childhood and so that's where my mind goes to yep. um and so that's how i read the cards is at first i will use the book um and then once i get very familiar with the cards then i'll just sort of see what the images feel like to me yep. you know what words are so associated call um come out to me yeah um, and then the flower is very symbolic of like growth right and then the other card is faith, which I really like. There's this little crow, and I love that this crow's come out because look, I have this little oh. crow candle here. It looks very, I don't know, does it look very, very similar? similar? Yep. Right? Except for its mouth. This one's mouth is open. I don't know if yeah. it's singing or it's true. Uh, looking for some food. I don't know. Some food. Maybe they're going to have a conversation. Yeah. Her face is sort of turned the other way. <laughs> right so maybe birds for me are very symbolic of like messages from spirit yeah um so when i see birds and photos that's what it means for me and the fact that maybe her head is turned away maybe we're just not paying attention to the things that are coming through um i really feel like this week is all about keeping the magic alive or having faith that the magic is still there right that maybe it, we just feel so kind of stuck and i've been i was telling amy that i feel very discombobulated <laughs> like that's a really good word yeah you do too so yeah. maybe you listening also feel this way yeah um and i feel like this is a really good card for just like you know have faith like you'll get through whatever tough times or difficulties you're, you're going through right now um and all you need to do is look up yeah look up look up no, so I don't I know what you pulled. That was yeah. I, so I pulled it. I'll I'll reveal that. I just as I was you were talking about the enchanted card. I'm like thinking yeah. about Encanto. So oh because Encanto, yes, because I've been listening to that music. Like yeah. Sorry, so Encanto does that mean enchanted? Like is that the translation? I don't know. However, <laughs> you were talking about kind of losing the magic, and that's what that story was about. Everybody almost became burdened by their magic. Yeah. Um, and they lost the true essence of it. Like they were, they were too in it to even see the gift of it. Um, mm -hmm. And so, so that's why the candle was burning out, right? Like, because yes. they weren't seeing their magic from that perspective anymore. And she was the one that was really helpful in showing them again. Mm. So that's what I was thinking about as you were talking. And I'm like, that's, that's really perfect. Cool. And because of that movie, everybody knows about it. Um, right now, everybody's talking about it. It's um, a perfect kind of uh, analogy so that you can yes. think about what we're going through collectively right now. Like the candle is, is our perception is the candle is burning out right now. Mm -hmm. you, yeah. you agree? Yeah. Yes, 100%. Yeah. 100%. Also, oh, I looked up what Encanto means. Flame. Oh, yeah, you yeah. did. I looked up what Encanto means. It's charm. But Enchanted is in, in there. Okay. It says so you can translate Encanto from the Spanish 
to mean from the Spanish, from Sp <laughs> Spanish to mean charm or think of its allure or enchantment. Okay. So yeah, similar. I just, I don't know why. I was just like, I think that has a similar feel or meaning. Yeah. Charm, uh, glamour, so spell, delight, joy. Yeah. So it's about like seeing, you know, and it, and it makes sense. Like we're talking about being the sensitive person. And, and I, I've done a few different readings, recorded readings in the last little bit, talked about, I've literally used the term, you know, we've all heard that your sensitivity can be a blessing and a curse, right? And mm -hmm. from my perspective, and I think that's really kind of what we're talking about right here. From my perspective, I used to view it that way. I was like, oh, I'm so cursed. Like, why do I have to feel everything? not realizing that I, um, I can, I'm in charge of that. Like, like I can, yeah. I can set boundaries around that. I can learn how it's, I can be empowered by it. So now I don't view it as a curse at all. I view yeah. it strictly as a gift. Yeah. It, it's not a curse. I think when you learn. And so when I'm coming back to that movie, right, because it's kind of almost like they're kind of almost feeling cursed, cursed by their, their gift. Like, um, yeah. is it Isabel with the, with the, the strength, right? Yes. And she yes. felt like burdened by it because she could never fall apart. Yeah. Right. And yeah. it's just yeah. about, yeah, it's just, yeah, I feel there's a lot of like burden message that wants to come through about that too, that we're just, I think we're kind of almost we're so in it that it's hard to see. Yeah, it can be hard to see the way out when you're just so, you're it can so be hard to see it from a different perspective when yeah. you're just so in it, right? Right. It's so yeah. easy for Amy and I to sit here and say, you know, change your perspective, look at it this way, right? But sometimes it's it's tough, it's hard, it's hard. right? And sometimes we don't get that acknowledgement, I feel like of, hey, this sucks. <laughs> Yeah, like it's I don't hard. want to hear about your love and light today. Like I want you to tell me it sucks, right? And like yeah. the card, I posted a card the other day. I felt very um guided to post a card, and and I've got it right here. But this is not the card for this week that I'm gonna pull right now. But it's a card that I talked about the other day. Oh yeah, you should watch that because it was really cool. Sorry, it was, it's the drought it card, crazy. and really what it was, what I what I channeled about it was. I just had a, I just had a, um, my mind just totally went blank in that moment. Um, spirits like, don't talk about it, get them to watch it. Um, <laughs> no, but it, it was, it was about, you know, just feeling it wasn't a light and love card. It, it was a positive, like hopeful message, but it was also acknowledging that we're, we're in the nitty gritty. We're, yeah. we're in the, like this card is her standing in the peaks and valleys of what looks like a desert and how I was like, sand is such a tough terrain. Like it's really hard to walk yes. in sand and yeah. it's really hard right now to walk the walk that we're, the path that we're taking. Um, but there's a light at the end of the tunnel, right? With the sun in the end, it's just, we're in the thick of it right now. Yeah. Yeah. And that's kind of what I feel like coming through from your cards. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. So, the card that I'm going to talk about this week, um, I will refer to the guidebook. This is a reason why I was unsure if I wanted to use it in this for this week, because we're talking about intuitively reading cards, right? But yeah, but sometimes too, I feel like reading the guidebook too. Yeah. Yeah. That's okay. Yeah, brand yeah, new yeah. deck for me. Okay. Yeah. It's called the Wisdom Keepers Oracle and Inner Guidebook. Um, this is, the, it's the 64 faces of awakening. So each card is so labeled one to 64. We've yeah. talked, I've talked about gene keys and human design before. If you're somebody that 
under and maybe we'll do an episode on and something like this in the future yeah we should because i'd like to learn more about it too yeah if you're somebody that's interested in either of those things there's 64 gates or 64 keys and that's what these faces represent so it's the face of evil so uh the card that i pulled for us this week is gate 49 which is revolution Ooh, talk about being um relevant yeah <laughs> in canada this week um, so, right and so i'm looking at the card before i even go to the guidebook and so she's a beautiful lady right she's got looks like a butterfly here on her forehead also looks like maybe yeah. a keyhole oh true um and then i noticed down here in the corner it looks like there's a little cat face and i'm like hmm mm -hmm. I love the detail and the colors and that's what I love about different like oracle cards and even some tarot cards there's like so much imagery too that's going on that you can yeah. just yeah you can spend a long time looking at this but look as I'm looking at this I'm like oh how interesting the bu butterfly to me kind of represents transformation mm -hmm. also a little bit of freedom um through yes. the process of transforming and then also the keyhole is in her third eye isn't that interesting mm. right yeah right the, um that's 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 where your intuition you know your mind's eye where it all kind of comes through yeah so it it's almost like the key to revolution is within you within already you. you already know what the key you is. already know so Ooh. so with the keys there's like a uh a shadow side right yeah a gift side and a city so city is uh s-i-d-d-h-i and that's really like the ascended master kind of okay. side of it okay. most of us cool. are actively embodying that part of it in life um we can get there but really we're in the gift side but the shadow side is kind of like the the parts that were the parts that we're limited by mm. right that yeah. we feel limited by so the shadow of this card is reaction the gift of it is revolution yeah wow. so um i'm just going to really quickly read this part welcome to the peaceful revolution if you long to bring harmony to your community begin by being patient gentle and compassionate with yourself give your feelings time space and plenty of creative outlets do not judge them for when you do you create an internal pressure that intensifies the feelings and the impulse to act them out rejecting yourself only makes it more difficult to see objectively soften the heart, understand the other and see possibilities for resolution. I'm getting goosebumps when I think about wow. what's going on in Canada and reading this. Yeah. Um, if you must rebel, then rebel against your inner impulse to attack anyone. Mm. And you resist the urge to react based on your emotions or to be violent towards yourself, you are doing your part to end violence in the world. Be revolutionary, not reactionary. Wow that's wow. huge that's why i kept because i was like erin i feel called to pull from this deck for this week's message but yeah. also i don't know it's kind of not your basic deck it's kind of you know a little bit there's a little yeah. extra to it i'm not super familiar to it so i put it over here and i got another one and then as you were reading i'm like nope i gotta yeah 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 so there was a reason for that yeah. i got massive goosebumps as i say it I mean, and I feel like our listeners, like, I'm going to have to, I was going to say rewind. <laughs> really listen to that again. 90s, but I'm going to have to go back and listen to that again. You know what? That was really the cute. Of the guidebook. The thing that I really like about this too, is that the author, the creator of this deck, I think she's the illustrator. Yes, yeah, she is. She's the illustrator as well as the, um, she's intuitively channeled. Um, she 
what what card was that again? Number. God, I love it. I don't remember what card that was again. What number were you? I want to, I want to 49. Okay. So I am going to take a picture of the guidebook because what yes. she's done is she's given questions for contemplation. She's given that little paragraph that I just read out loud. And then there's also a story. So she's intuitively channeled a story about this face. Oh, I and love what that. Her story is. And this is how my mind works because I, and I think we talked about this before, yeah. how for me, my connection to spirit gives me a lot of metaphor and a lot of analogy. And mm -hmm. I think you do too. Um, yeah. And the reason for that is because then I'm like, oh, okay, I get it. Cause it seems yes. more like, yes, it, it seems more relatable. Break it down so yes. that we can. I yeah, get it. Okay. And yeah. I, this deck does that because she gives this backstory about this face and how she's gone from the shadow of reaction to the gift of revolution. So I will share that on our page after this episode goes live this weekend. Yeah, so yeah, please do. Cause I feel like that's such a really powerful message in that. Yeah. That's an example, right? Of me intuitively going, yeah, you know what? This, this has to be spoken today. And yeah. then going, you know what? Yeah, I got in my head. Mm -hmm. No, because I don't know well enough. And I, I'm trying to teach people how to read Oracle cards. And I don't want to refer to the guy. I know. Yes. Right? We get talking. so in our head. It's true. Yes. That's ego yeah, talking. And then it was like, nope, go back. And I listened and I went back and it turns out there's a, a big message, relevant message that needed to be heard. hundred percent. hundred percent. Yeah. 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 Uh, and, and I can see how it relates to yours, your um, cards as well, because it was, um, the reactionary is the separation and it's it's what's keeping us mm -hmm. from getting to that place it's 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 when we're in that desert like that other card i brought up right show them again yeah yeah when you're in that desert and you're on that tough terrain of the sand and you can't see the light at the end of the tunnel i i feel like that card is telling me because the shadow is reaction and the shadow represents our kind of limitations what's limiting us mm -hmm. um it's, it's us reacting, yeah. which is keeping us in that place. It's like, remember, if you did the same, if something you did, if something comes up um, again, that was a similar situation that came up in the past and the, whatever you did in the past didn't work, well, what are you going to do differently? Sometimes like things repeat themselves because it's a lesson that we need to learn. Absolutely. Right. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. So we've got some guidance coming through this week. Maybe some, I will post the questions for contemplation because they're things that maybe you want to think about this week. Yeah. Uh, I think that would be really good. Yeah. So I think it's just validating that we're all kind of in this place. We all are, no matter who we are or what we're doing, we're all kind of feeling absolutely kind of off a bit, right? It's the time yeah. of year. It's what's going on in the world. It's us just kind of being um exhausted with current wow. situations all of those things together um and it kind of feels like it's coming to a head you know what and what i'm seeing is like a path right and it's like you can take this path or this path you can take this reactionary like fight war separate kind of path yeah right like let's just separate further and that's honestly not to get too like political or you know talking about the, the sea or anything like that but I feel like that's always been the point though in a way uh, evolutionary wise like yeah, okay 
are we going to let this divide us further? Or are we going to allow us this to bring us together? Are we, what are we learning? It's almost like we've been put in this like on the job training for the last two years. And it's like, okay, what, what have you learned from this? Yeah. Yeah. What are you going to do about it? Are we going to what do, you mean to do about it? Are we going to go down the same road that you've been there before, but it's yeah. familiar. Yeah. Right. So there's safety and familiarity, but is it really what you I don't know. We could I talk a lot about that, but I know. <laughs> yeah, we could, we could, we could go down the rabbit hole. Yes. Yeah, we could. Um, <laughs> yeah, all yeah, this stuff. Right? And it's relevant to all of us and we all have different opinions. And I think at the end of the day, you know, and I think that card kind of spoke to it. It's, it, we can be respectful and disagree. Yeah. Right. We just, I feel like we all kind of have to check ourselves right now. <laughs> hearing. Check yourself before you wreck yourself. That's something yeah. that um, spirit tells me sometimes check yourself, Amy, because I think we've talked about this before. I, I can react because I, and I don't, I, sometimes I think it's a sensitive person thing to kind of run yeah. both ways. Yep. For me, yeah. I am. I can react quite quickly because I'm passionate. I can get really yes. upset really quickly as much as yes. I can get really happy really quickly. Um, yeah, it's like me. I always have to remind myself, respond, don't react. Because when you're reacting, you're coming from, you know, likely a place of ego. Yeah. Right? Yes. Like Absolutely. you're feeling defensive, you're feeling hurt, whatever it is. Where and is that's that what you to feel that way. But yep. when you react, you're not taking a moment to think about where it's coming from. The response is more of a, there's a wisdom in learning to respond because mm -hmm. then mm -hmm. you're taking it. So, okay. Yeah. I'm really ticked off, but why? And is this worth the fight? You know, all these different questions you ask yourself. Yeah. Yep. And then you come across more. I, I just think people are more willing to listen to somebody speak than somebody who's like reacting. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. Who was it? Uh, oh my gosh. This amazing judge she was judge oh my gosh it's gonna bother me now because she was amazing she's from the new um ruth? yes ruth bader ginsburg yeah yeah that's what i see in my mind eye as you're talking first thing was i hope she's not talking about judge judy and then i yeah. said <laughs> judge, what does judge judy say but ruth Bader, see, i remember i was watching an interview with her because she had friends that were you know um, from all different political beliefs, yeah. from all different beliefs. Yeah. And she would always say like, you know, I can still be friends with somebody, but like, there's a difference between, um, what is it like arguing with the person, right? There's a difference between like arguing with the person or like having an actual discussion. There is a difference. I like mean, she was like, I, I can change. I can like them. put my point across without yelling at somebody yeah she's like i can make my point heard without like <laughs> you know i think that's something that we really as a society need to learn because yeah. i think that most of us myself included like i'm calling myself out here oh a hundred percent of us feel yeah. defensive if somebody else has a different opinion sometimes because then we go oh well maybe i'm doing something wrong like that's what our ego i'm doing something us. wrong you're not hearing me i've i've totally done agree that. with me because I'm right, 
right? Yeah. And, and I know, and that's something I think collectively we all really need to learn because I've noticed that a lot. Like I'll say I'm doing something and then somebody else will kind of get, well, well, and like if they get defensive and it's like, I'm not saying I'm doing what right for you. I'm doing right for me. Yes. We need to learn this. Absolutely. Um, yeah. And maybe we could think about big picture, like maybe the situation we're in right now is trying to help us learn that too. Yes. Yeah. But it's true because I don't think, I think that a lot of people struggle with so, that. Like if somebody yeah. comes to you and is really convicted in their own beliefs and it, it is speaking in a passionate way, not screaming and yelling, but, you know, passionately convicted, yeah. that's their truth. It, it, yeah. it doesn't have to be yours. If you don't agree with it, it's not saying that you're wrong. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. 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 I believe it. You know. So should we talk about Oracle cards? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't even know how long we've been recording. Been recording I, don't know. I think we did. I think we started around. Minutes? Okay. That's I don't know. We'll do- well, you listening and watching this, has it been 40 minutes? What does it say on your screens on your devices? <laughs> <laughs> see. Um, um, yeah. am I close somebody let me know that would be pretty cool yeah um, really cool oracle so, cards oracle cards so I'm gonna show you um or t- for those of you watching the video you're gonna see it those of you listening I will tell you um I'm gonna use an oracle deck that I recommend often to my clients who are beginners um, simply because I find this such a all-encompassing, very clear yeah. deck to use. So it is called The Wisdom of the Oracle, and it is by uh, Colette Baron reed who is quite a big name in, uh, she's a medium. I believe she's Canadian, she's from Toronto, but she has dual citizens. That's right. Yeah, I think she she's is. in Canada right now. I follow Shout her. I'm pretty sure she's in Canada, like spending the winter here or something. But Colette. Um, Colette. Give her a shout out in case she ever listens to us. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Maybe one day, but I really like a lot. I have quite a few of her decks. This is my favorite of hers, I would say. Um, The reason I love it so much is because like, for instance, in the guidebook, she's got the essential meaning for the card, the Oracle's message, a relationship message, a prosperity message, and a protection Mm -hmm. message. So depending on what your, what kind of guidance you're looking for, you can probably find it in what she's um, got here. The protection message is simply if you pull a card and it comes in upside down, it's Mm -hmm. not an inherently negative thing. It's just a, Hey, like, let's put this from a different perspective or what aren't you, what are you missing? Kind of thing. Um, so that's why I really like this, this guidebook, because it really, it gives you an all encompassing view of like like anything that you're kind of looking for. It's going to give you that because at the beginning, I know like, you're going to want to like read the guidebook, like it's the Bible and and that's okay. Right. But eventually you will get to the point where you you won't look at a card and you're not having to listen to everything from the guidebook. You can kind of intuitively i'm trying to find a card that is really- thing that comes up too like even when i pull cards for people like i'll you know uh usually i'll say to folks like just because i'm also saying this if something else comes to your mind go with whatever's coming to your mind 
as you're looking at these images. Uh -huh. I actually know a few therapists, like psychologists that use tarot cards and oracle cards in their practice, particularly with youth. Yeah, that's amazing. I had a conversation right? the other day, actually, I was talking to a friend and we were talking about something. Um, and she's like, uh, it was on Sunday and she goes, Amy, I'm spending her Sunday giving me therapy. And, and we were kind of like, LOL. <laughs> and, and I said, you know, what's funny is because I think you guys know, I think I've talked about it before that my, um, yeah. I have a degree in psychology, but I, it, I don't have a master's in psychology or anything, but it, it had been a plan of mine to do that um, before life took a different turn. But I had recently, like in the last year, thought about going back and doing my master's. Yeah. And then she's like, you should. And I thought, well, you never, you never know. You never know what could happen. But mm -hmm. I, I said to, I said to her, if I was to ever do that, I would want to um, be like a spiritual psychologist because yeah. those are, do exist. And she's yeah. like, never before has that been more relevant. Um, mm -hmm. People needing that into that intuitive piece as well. Like, so. yeah, like, yeah. yeah, I think it's really important. So it's funny you say it that. Is. That's exactly what I would do if I- Well, could. right. And I, I love it. Like what a way one to, to connect, but yeah. also yeah. to get uh, just like a visual, it's not necessarily like, here's what's going to happen. Like this is, you know, it's not necessarily an intuitive reading, but it's, it's about like looking at the cards and what do you, what do they see? What's your perspective on this? Yeah. Um, so, um, do we want to, quickly like just kind of talk about some imagery on cards or uh, yes okay do you want to say what your favorite do you have a favorite oracle deck because I do and I don't know if I should run and grab it or if I should just talk about it yeah should I run yeah. and grab it sure yeah do, let's do it I'm so sorry Scott <laughs> this is going to be one of those podcasts where there's a lot of um you know, where we pause or where something happens and that's okay. This is real life. I've had now two or three, um, interruptions from my kids and that's okay. That's okay. We are, we are professional mediums. We are not professional podcasters. <laughs> that's okay. Stuff happens. I'll wait for Aaron to come back. I'm just looking through my, I think this would be my favorite Oracle deck actually. Um, yeah, Aaron, I was just saying, I think this one that I'm talking about is my favorite Oracle deck. Yeah, um, okay. I use it very, very often. Um, I just really, I think it's kind of an all encompassing kind of thing. Like I, anything that's, anything that you could ask about, like, I really feel like it's going to come up here. It, it feels like it's a very well thought out deck. That's funny because I have seen people talk about this on this deck on in various um, places online where you either love it or you don't love it. Um, anybody that I have recommended to likes yeah. it. I really like it. I think it's one of those things like I have a, the first deck I ever bought is the wild unknown tarot. Ooh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? You, yes. I don't like it. It's the first deck I ever bought and I've never really resonated with it. I don't feel drawn to it when I pull cards from it. I don't feel like the messages want to come through as clearly or fluidly. And then there's other decks where I'm like, oh my goodness, like it just downloads 24 seven. 
that's just how it works. What somebody yeah. likes, you may not like, it might not work for you. There's a few decks up there that I don't ever grab or gravitate, gravitate to. And it's simply because it just doesn't. It's true. It's true. Well, this was, I got this deck. This is, so this is one of my favorite Oracle cards. Um, it's called the fairies Oracle. It used to be for a while you couldn't get like it. They were selling it and then they weren't, but I think they're selling it now, but it's by Brian Froud. Um, and the text is by Jessica Macbeth. Um, and it's super like, look at, it's a book and it's so in depth. And do you want to know what card I just randomly pulled? It's card 12. Okay. Episode 12. Amazing. Right? It's called The Singer of the Chalice. I don't know what it really means. I For this one, I have to go into the guidebook for these ones. But like, look again, there's like some flowing going on. There's lots of blues, right? So maybe some healing that's coming through. Um, when I'm looking at it, I'm seeing yellow. So creativity. That's just how I interpret yellow and the blues. It looks like um, water to me. Like it looks, it looks like, like water. Like water. Like something's underneath. Almost as if like something's been hidden, right? Like under the depths of yes. the ocean. Uh, yeah. And it's, yeah. When I think of chalice, I think of something that we're seeking. Something that we think is um, like the all-knowing. And look at this too. The keywords with it. So I like this because this, this, um, this guidebook, it divides it very similarly, like um, uh, the the ones that you were first yeah. describing in the beginning. Yeah. And I'm sorry, I forget what they're called right now. Oh, the Gene Keys? The Gene Keys. Yeah. yeah. Um, oh, so, like a shadow kind of thing? Yeah. So it talks about, there's, um, it's called the Sinker of the Chalice, card 12, which is really cool. But then it's got keywords. So it says trust, which is right. Interesting, right? Because we pulled the faith card. Joy, patience, creativity is cool right without like really knowing this guy hope and miracles so it has keywords and then very similar to the gene keys it tells a story um very intuitively about like um what this card could represent and i think what they also did is they showed these cards to people um to like a test group or i guess or, or a group of people and they asked them what do you see when you look at these cards um, and so some of it, there's images because it's a fairy deck. But what I also love is like the fairies in some of them, like they're very typical. Okay. Like, so if you're watch, if you're seeing this, you're just seeing like wings, very whimsical, um, fairy-like. But then we have this other card here, which looks like a nature spirit, green wings, doesn't look like your typical fairy. So that's why I love this deck um anyway so it tells a story at the beginning but then it goes into um you know uh, similar to a shadow side but it says reverse so if you were pulling these cards um they have if an, and it comes out reverse you can read the reverse card to it yep. um and then it just says you know what it means at a starter reading um so like the upside to it right but it's really really cool i so yeah. i just love how in depth it, it, they go into and I mean, I think the images are, are beautiful, beautiful images. Yeah. yeah really beautiful. Yeah. 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 I really like the images of this deck that I've been talking about, the wisdom of the Oracle. Right. So like, for instance, this card I pulled, card 14, it's called Truth Be Told. So oh, yeah. Those are watching, you can look at the imagery. So we've got 
a mask here on the bottom. Okay, like a mask, you know, that you would you think about like for, um, I don't know, like theater or um, Phantom of the Opera. I'm trying to think of like mask references. Well, I think, of mask, I think of like hiding or like not right. revealing things. Absolutely. Um, and then we've got an owl on top, standing on top of the mask. So this is kind of like wise to me or almost like I've taken off the mask. Mm. And the ins it's almost like the owl, you can see his legs and his head, but then his belly is kind of as if it's not there. And it looks like a window opening up and inside there's blue skies in there. Okay. Mm -hmm. And so the imagery of this makes me feel like I've taken off my mask, right? And my, my why self, right? Like my higher self has shown me that the answer's always been within me. Like my truth is in here. Yeah not yes and that's what i see when i look at that card so let's just really quickly go to the guidebook and see what it says see how um intuitively if we were like looking at that right uh essential meanings honest honesty acceptance <laughs> of things at face value coming yeah. out of denial right mm -hmm. the willingness to be transparent mm -hmm. um, wow so interesting. Oh, but like, listen to the Oracle's message. Cause I do feel like there's a, it, there's a reason that I chose this card to talk about mm -hmm. because it, it's similar to like what we talked about with the revolution card. There is the truth, which is the essence of a thing. And then there is a truth subjective, according to the philosophy of the adherent or the believer. This is yeah. not a time for debate about which truth is truer. This is a time when you are called to huh. Right? This is a time when you it's are like literally what you like, what the heck, right? This is a time for when you are called to proclaim your truth out loud and be willing to be transparent, honest, and open in your communication with others and with yourself. Nothing less than surrender to what is. Peeling off the layers of denial that kept you tied to an illusion will set you free. Be authentic and gloriously flawed, and spirit will answer with miracles. You just said miracles. And right? I said miracles in the card, yeah. Yeah. So yeah. This is this is an example of when you're in like because you don't even have to like blindly pull a card like you can I, I mean just what I did I just like looked through and I'm like which card do I feel intuitively intuitively led to talk about right now it stands out to and you, it was because yeah. you haven't memorized that book just like I have not I have memorized not it. memorized this book look at I have not I have not memorized this book because this is a deck that I use so often, but be, I'll be also be honest that I've never pulled this card ever, which is maybe another reason why I was drawn to it. Cause I'm like, Oh, I'm gonna talk about this one. And I really boom, love that. Right. But yeah. yeah, I haven't memorized it. When I pull a card for a client from this deck, I usually just look at it and I'm like, what is this trying to tell me? Right. What, what is this trying to tell me? What do you think when you look at this, this is go the distance. So it looks like there's like a desert behind. There's like a little uh, look at the sand reference too, Amy. This sand reference there, right? It looks <laughs> like there's some peaks and valleys in it too. But you're definitely leaping over. And there's a cheetah. There's also like one of those racer check flags, which makes yeah. it almost like a sense of like you're almost at the finish. You're line. almost at the finish line, and you're not even like you're not even running anymore. You're leaping over it. But look at the body of the cheetah. His his backside is almost like dissolving as if he's wow. like losing form. It's interesting. Yeah. I'm trying to interpret that further. Um, and maybe, yeah, maybe whoever is, if you're watching this, 
what's coming you know through what? to your it's what? reminding me of manifestation when you bring Ooh. an idea that's not form into yep. form yep oh i see that for sure you that too yeah yeah ah. but, uh yeah so so cards like this you can just Ooh. intuitively read it's and cool. then like like was was evidenced in this card we intuitively read it then we go to the guidebook we're validated right and this is actually a really good way for you to go okay like so my intuition works yeah <laughs> you know like, oh you know, like, i what i but i'm right yeah yeah it's like oh okay <laughs> Um, and this is what we mean by your intuition leading you to something and your intuition telling you what it means. And it's also probably going to be super relevant for you in your lifetime, in your current situation. But also if like for us, our intention was to pull for the collective as a, as a demonstration yeah. and both all, and your messages as well, every single card that came forward is relevant, extremely relevant. You can't make that stuff up. Yeah. Right. You just can't. Relevant to the community. Right. So, um, yeah. And just really quickly, I want to give a shout out to my other second favorite deck, um, which is kind of newish, I think. So I said it, I always write when I got a deck. I don't know if you do this. I always write inside. Um, I do this with books too. I've done it since I was a kid. And I think it's because my grandparents, um, always had a lot of stuff. And whenever I take a book off the shelf, it would always say like their name and the, the date, the month and the year that they got it. And I just always liked it. So now I, I look like back that. at my books and I'm like, I got this in 2003. And I, I just, I don't know. So I always- It is cool. Them. I really I like that. I'm going to start doing lot. that to my decks. Do it. Because then you can look back and like know when you got it. Yeah. Um, July, 2021 is when I got this deck. It's called mm-hmm. the Earthcraft Oracle. I think it's stunning. Um, for those of you watching, look at the back of the card. Ooh. It's absolutely stunning, but- The earth um, cracked? Earth craft. Oh, craft. 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 I heard something else. <laughs> oh, sorry. Maybe it's just the way I'm speaking. <laughs> no, no, no. That's okay. Could just also be me. <laughs> no, it's probably me. Sometimes I've noticed that when I'm like making a story on Instagram and it does the captions, um, it doesn't always say the right word. And it's because of like, I haven't pronounced it fully. Oh, well, I, yeah, it. that happened. Announcement. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I just wanted to quickly show a card and talk about it for a moment. Um, okay. Like this one is rise. Okay. So we've got rise. It's card 22, which, okay. This is a shout out for me and I know it is, and I'm not going to reveal yet to you guys why, because it's something that I've yet to announce. Um, but I will, I will share with Aaron. So 22 is actually my, my favorite number. Um, 22 or 222, my favorite, favorite number. Um, and obviously we know we have rise, uh, in my name, because I am the intuitive rising and this podcast is soul rising. So this is actually extremely relevant for me in another way. And it relates directly, relates directly to 22 as well. I'll share with you guys in time once I've, um, launched what I'm launching, (laughs) But yeah, so this is the rise, you know, you see her and she actually looks like she's been cracked a bit, like down the center, right? Like she has, it's like rising from the Phoenix, right? Like the Phoenix from the ashes. She, yeah, she, yeah, yeah. Um, so it almost like she's, her, her skin is also dark, but it also looks like, you know, a bit like ash, like maybe um, representative of the like she's rising above rising the... above yeah and she yeah. looks like she kind of has bandages on her arms but i'm not sure oh it's almost like cloaked in fire you see that 
Yeah. Yeah. You know what this also reminds me of is that movie. Um, I don't know if it's this first or second, but the uh, Hunger Games when she has that fire dress on. Oh yeah, that's. You remember that one? Yeah. 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 But anyways, the symbolism on this is she seems she's very she's open. Look at her body language. She's open. She's like, come on, I'm ready. Yeah. Come at me. Um, she has risen. You can't bring me down. No, yeah. she's risen. She's like open to. She's surrendering. She's receiving. She's like powerful i also like this message because sometimes when you think of um the 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 divine feminine of um you know being open to receiving and surrendering and focusing on our intuition we cannot always think of that as powerful because we Mm. think of the masculine as powerful but this is so powerful so all right like for for her to look like she's been through the the you know flames of hell and she's like come at me I'm open. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm totally well, surrounded. and that's always the message, right? The Phoenix doesn't rise from nothing. The Phoenix rises from right. the ashes. Absolutely. You've got to go through, go through the tough way. stuff. You've got to go yeah. through that. And the other day when I, when I did that message with the drought card with the, with that as well, I talked about the duality of life and how like, that's what life is. And yeah. that's what we are. We are complete. There's duality. That's what humanity is. Mm-hmm. Right. And it's just yeah. about blending them or knowing that there's good in both like there is good in the dark yeah it's good in the shadow when you think about that shadow we don't learn the gift until we've recognized the shadow Mm -hmm. like we can't get to the gift without the shadow that's true right we only right there's always duality there's always there has to be balance yeah it has to be balanced and so this card just really quickly it's time for an awakening the traumas, wounds, and heartaches of your past are over now because you have been brave enough to confront them and burn them down. Now you are standing on the fertile ash of your past, ready to rise. This is a kind of realignment and self-development. This card is a <laughs> for those looking for new love and friendships. Wow. Yeah. But also the right people are waiting for you to rise and greet them with an open heart. We talked about her being open, right? So yeah. this is this is just how you can intuitively look at a card, go, okay, this is speaking to me. What is this trying to tell me? Looking at it. Yeah. Intuitively interpreting it. Interpreting That's all it is. Things. So then go to the, here's an, a good exercise, right? Get yeah. a deck. <laughs> yeah. Pick a deck. Pick a deck that you are called to. You don't have to do the ones that we've used or recommended. These are ones that we're called to. There's also, what do you think of that? Uh, There's, I feel like it's a myth, but uh, where, you know, your first deck has to be given to you. Well, my first deck wasn't given to me, so. Yeah, I think it's total BS, but. (laughs) One thing I do believe in. For me, it's not, it's not how I would view it, but. No, no. Yeah. I think that any of those things are kind of like up to interpretation. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, say like superstition kind of things, right? Yes. And sorry, um, I didn't mean BS to offend anybody. I just no, 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 it's no. not. Um, but at the same time, that's your truth. That's what you think. Doesn't mean that somebody else. It's true, right? That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, I, I, I love what you're saying. I think that's really good. But one thing I do want to point out is. 
I don't have a problem even getting a secondhand deck. I do have a couple that I have purchased from somebody else um, or done a trade with. And I think that's fine. But I do the same with a secondhand deck that I would do with a new deck. And that is when I go through the brand new deck, I physically touch each card. Each card. So that my energy is then in that. Um, So if somebody else uses my deck, I mean, nobody else ever uses my deck, but like, but if somebody did, like if my daughter or something wanted to go through and, and do a reading with a deck, I would then just put my own energy back in. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. And there's no right way. I, I, there's no right way to shuffle. I am like, I used to be very embarrassed of my shuffling because I can't do all the fancy shuffling. Yeah, I, know. I, I just, can't, yeah, I I just really. like shuffle, right? Like, um, but it doesn't matter. No, don't worry. How you shuffle or how you pull the card. No, there's, there, you have to figure, and it's the same. It's what we've been just talking about. The whole podcast is you have to figure out what works best for you. So if yes. you think, you know what? I, I do, I want somebody to give me the deck or I'd like it to be given. That's fine. You know? that's what you'd like to do. You have to go with what you feel drawn to do, to doing, you know, go about it, how, what works best for you. That's just it. Yeah. When you're drawn to listen to that, pay attention to that. Yeah. Um, Because just like being drawn to a medium, you're going to be drawn to a deck. So if you, if you go online somewhere and you start looking at decks, Mm-hmm. something will speak to you something will speak to you something will jump out trust that there's a reason for that mm-hmm. um yeah yeah and even if you don't look at it right away because I didn't look at these fairy oracle cards right away I was like I uh, felt intimidated looking at it I was like this is intense <laughs> but you know I think there was there was definitely a reason because I I pull them out whenever I feel like I I definitely need them yeah. I need that little yeah yeah so you know, there's no right or wrong time. You just have to go with what you feel. Yeah, absolutely. That, that's what all of this is about. But, you know, I think that we just, we both like Oracle cards. Um, okay. And I, I recommend them to a lot of people that are wanting to work um, kind of in this new, developing more of a relationship with their intuition where they are actively um seeking like listening to their intuition this is a really good way to do that because as we've just shown you can trust it you can pull the card however you want to pull the card interpret it and then if you want to go to the guidebook to validate what your intuition told you it it likely there it will yeah yeah there's a reason that the the deck creators use the imagery that they do yeah right absolutely yeah 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 and it's so that we interpret it a certain way um so yeah, I think that's all we really had to say today about Oracle cards. We definitely will reach out to our friend across the pond, um, see Emily, Emily. If, see if she'll like to come and speak to us about, about tarot, tarot cards. Tarot's a different, tarot's a different thing, right? Yeah. Tarot, tarot can be very intuitively read, but there's also kind of- I, like, Yeah, I would say tarot yeah. has a, a specific, more a more specific set of yes. guidelines um, or rules that um they that it follows yeah and well, I, oracle I, cards are a bit more broader absolutely and some people like will just swear by tarot and say like you know oracle is just kind of like fluffy it can be it doesn't always have to be fluffy um, oh there's some really cool have you heard of this there's a one oracle deck that's on my wish list and uh it's just oracle cards with like swearing <laughs> oh i have seen that have some you of seen the cards from that before. i forget what it's it called a unicorn on it or something doesn't it? Yes. Yes, it does. 
Yes. I don't know what that's called. Um, yeah. It's, but yeah, no, they're not if you want a little tough love or whatever, that's not all fluff. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's not. But um, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll see if we can arrange Emily to come on, talk more. Cause she's a, she's a, an expert in tarot. Yes. Um, we've both had had readings with her. Have she's had so lovely. Yeah. She's amazing. So we'll see uh, if she'll come on and, and kind of talk about how she intuitively learned tarot um and if she has any tips and tricks for us I was always very intimidated by tarot actually um which is maybe why that first deck I bought that was tarot I didn't resonate with because I felt it was intimidating like you just talked about with that deck of yours um and so it wasn't until the last I think this time last year I started to get more interested in tarot and I bought a book so it's a hardcovered book which we can talk about it on another episode um that like gives you everything you kind of need for tarot as well. And I have no problem referring to that if I'm doing a tarot reading. Sometimes I feel like doing a tarot reading. Yeah. Yeah. Me too. Yeah. Sometimes so. I'm like, I need the tarot cards or you're like, I need the Oracle cards. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. So ah, guys, that's it good for chat. us. It was a good chat. All We had like some all over the place stuff, but a lot of it was very um, relevant. I mean, those cards, those cards. Yeah. <laughs> Amazing. There's nothing to say. I am. Yeah, it's great. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> so I hope you have a wonderful week, Erin. Yes. I hope you guys have a wonderful week. Me and we'll too. see you again next week. Bye. Bye. If you like what you're hearing, don't forget to give us a five-star review on Apple Podcast and tune in each week as we dish on all things spiritual.